coming up on this week's mini episode of the Broken Brain Podcast. I believe that trauma lives in the tissue and I've seen it. We've seen people let go of stuff that they've been carrying like a bag of coals for years through releasing through their tissues. Hi everyone, Drew Prode here, host of the Broken Brain Podcast. Emotion, it's energy in motion and that stuck energy can get trapped in vulnerable areas of our body and show up as pain or dysfunction. Isn't that crazy? We all assume we must have an injury to have body pain, but in so many cases, an imbalanced gut, nutrient deficiencies, and even stored trauma and unprocessed emotions can have their hand in body aches and pain that we all experience. In this mini episode, I speak with Dr. Shalini Bhatt, Dr. John Amaral, and Lauren Roxburgh about how energy can become stagnant in our body, especially stress and emotions from the past that we haven't worked through yet. The physical body is always trying to release emotion. If we don't express it, if we don't process it, that energy gets stuck in our joints, tissues, and organs and stagnates within the body. Let's listen in, starting with my interview with my dear friend, Dr. Shalini Bhatt, a chiropractor and double certified functional medicine practitioner with over 10 years of experience in the wellness field. The more that I learn about functional medicine and wellness, the more I'm sort of convinced that our more than our diet, more than anything else, it's, it's really our emotional health that really runs everything. You could be eating the perfect diet, but if you're troubled mentally by something, if something's on your mind, if you're afraid to have a particular conversation or whatever, you can drive yourself sick. And I'm sure you see it, people coming in and there's this tension in their body and they're doing all the right things. And you kind of maybe have a hunch. What do you say to those people and how do you help them kind of dig it out when it's emotionally related? Oh, this that's such a good point. I think, you know, even in Chinese medicine, there are certain organs that hold certain emotional centers. For example, I know a lot of people on here can probably relate to having tight hip flexors. Um, hip flexors are traditionally, you know, related to the emotion anger. So if we are going back to how emotions are stored in the body, they are stored not only in our organs, you know, also in Chinese medicine, the liver um, is a seat of anger. And so going back to movement and stretching and paying attention to that, sometimes, you know, you hear people who take up yoga, for example, they do this yoga class and they might be crying at the end of it or something. That's because, or, you know, they go to a body worker. Uh, Tom Myers is a big leader in uh, the fascia world. And he says, you know, sometimes he doesn't agree with body workers who just go in super aggressive and like, you know, working on people for that exact reason, because sometimes we are harboring whatever emotion in our body. The emotion is stored in the body. Exactly. And so the minute, you know, you sort of need a gentle, and I find when I'm working on people's hip flexors too, like there's an immediate, you can see it in their face. Like when you touch their hip flexor, they kind of, there's kind of this, like, you have to ask permission. You're sort of you know, slowly palpating in and then slowly working on it because you just can't go in and immediately work on it with crazy pressure for certain people, you know, because they might have that. But yeah, I don't know them all off the top of my head, but emotions are definitely stored all over our body and our muscles and our organs. And so what I would say to those people, uh, again, is what the advice that I would say anyways, is start with movement, start with 
getting your body worked on because sometimes it's hard for people to go in and a notice what the feelings they are feeling. But I do say to my patients, put a rec- if, if I have had a recorder in your head all day long, what kind of thoughts would be coming up? What would be the themes that keep coming up? What would be the tone that kept coming what would up? Would be the record that's playing exactly, yeah. And you know, we always say, what's the story that's playing over and over in your head, right? So, um, yeah, I think I, I think the good thing about that is that the body also impacts the brain. So sometimes when you can't work exactly. through something emotionally, you have yes. to ask yourself and look at yourself like, where are you? And do you need some work on the body? Yes. Um, you know, do you want to, do you need to try tapping? Do you need to see yes. a chiropractic doctor who's familiar with functional medicine? Do you need to do something to unlock things a little bit and yeah. to release this past stored trauma sometimes that's mm-hmm. inside the body that's just stagnant? Oh, for sure. Even doing body scans, you know, like lying down and kind of just in your head saying, okay, how are my fingers feeling? How is my palm of my hand feeling? How is my forearm feeling? How is my upper arm feeling? And doing a whole scan of your entire body, sometimes you'll, your mind will take you to certain places and that might be an area of storage. And you might all of a sudden feel really sad when you do a certain scan somewhere. You might feel really happy when you think of somewhere. And that is exactly goes back to those emotions. Disconnection from one's inner world is often caused by internalization. We feel things and we keep them inside instead of expressing them with the people around us. We don't always process our true feelings. My dear friend, John Amaral, a chiropractor, author, and educator, talks to us about how this disconnection can create stress, pain, and trauma inside of our bodies. Some people don't even have a reference for what it's like to be in flow. They, they never have felt truly ease and peace and flow and expansion and energy flowing because the body's been in a hypervigilant state since they were born and they have no referencing for even what could be possible. And I found that along the way. So many human beings, like, the, and this was my own experience because I had very severe eczema and asthma and allergies and all these reactive things happening in my body growing up. And I was treated with uh, injections for years. I was given asthma inhalers. I was given cortisone creams, corticosteroids. So I was, I was being treated from the outside in because my body was reacting to the environment. But my body was reacting to the environment because what I realized in my journey was because I was... I was feeling strong feelings and experiences that I didn't, but I wasn't connected to what I was feeling. So my, I couldn't associate and have a dialogue or a relationship with my inner world, with my body and its sensations and feedback. So it was numb inside. I was numb. There was disconnection. That was disconnection. And to reconnect, I had to start to, I had to start to recognize what, what does it even, first of all, what is even feeling? Because I was so numb that I couldn't tell you how I felt. I was always fine. How are you doing? I'm fine. You got a lot of stress going. There's a lot happening with your family. All these things are happening. No, I'm fine. I'm good. And, and it, so many people can relate to that. Probably many listeners on this podcast have said that before. You maybe even said it today. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm fine. And we really, we, we might mean it, but either because we're so disconnected that we don't even have a reference to what's really going on or because we're just conditioned to not truly express what's really there because for fear of um you know what what happened what like what happened if you were angry or what happened if you were sad or what happened if you didn't uh you know if you moved your body in certain ways or what happened if you didn't sit still at the dinner table or what happened if you were running around and not sitting in your seat in class or what happened you know all the expressions and the different ways we would move naturally if we were just fully expressed 
we learn and that's culture and conditioning whether that's family whether that's um, schooling whether that's religious whatever it is that we learn like that certain things are okay to express and certain things aren't and then we start to either it's unconscious because it's happening in the early part of our life and it's still happening we learn how to adapt ourselves out of protection and survival to be safe and to be okay and to be able to uh, be accepted and so what happens when people get on that table is I'll start to go in and as I work I'm, I'm helping to like help suspend the physical anchoring of the spinal cord being stretched which happens in these situations so like let's say all right I'll give an example working with someone who had a whiplash accident this happened many times with a specific case of man I was working with it um, he was in a whiplash accident he pulled out of his driveway someone rear-ended him and his lower neck went into spasm and then he went in and got MRI and it was a ruptured disc and he I saw him about two years after this happened and he was going to all these chiropractors and alternative practitioners and acupuncture and he had had cortisone injections he had done everything and they were looking for a mechanical solution because he had a blown ruptured disc and he had all this pain and he had all this tension and I the first thing I asked him was what was going on around the time that that happened like what was happening in your life when you did just curious because I want to get a context and he said you know what I peeled out of the driveway I had just had a huge fight with my ex-wife and it was literally the night when we separated and we never got back together and it was he's like wow you know like I never even put that together that this physical thing happened right at a time of high emotional intensity mm. and his nervous system his limbic system his whole architecture of his body was still holding around a, a trauma that was way beyond just the physical experience and so when we started to work i went in and i just did a couple ounces of pressure in his lower neck and it all everything started releasing he started to breathe and he started to like growl and he started to rage and all of a sudden like rage was coming out of him and then sadness was coming out of him and he was raging for a moment and then he was just sobbing and then his, his shoulders dropped and his whole body released and all of a sudden he was like I, I, I he was doing this and his clunk clunk his vertebrae were adjusting and he and he re, like he was resolving a pattern now did I did I go in and specifically fix that disc no like I helped him one recognize there's a a relationship between your life and this pattern that's your body which isn't a static thing that's mechanical and separate from your consciousness and everything going on and then i helped to kind of point out that here's a way you could be more self-aware and self-reflective and start to like move that energy yourself and i found over the years that like that lower neck and throat area is so tied into so oftentimes like relational challenges anger loss of trust in intimacy and loss of, of like preparation and vigilance of like i'm not going to be screwed over again i'm going to hold this like this so you so i'm not vulnerable it's also around the throat area which in the the vedic tradition and the yoga tradition is the fifth chakra or the vishuddhi they call it which is that like your kind of your higher expression of your higher voice and knowing yeah did you feel something 
and squash how you mm-hmm. felt and not express it because it would have made somebody feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Could have even made you feel uncomfortable to hear it out loud, to yell, to get upset, to, to say, to express, to do whatever. You stuffed it in. And then what kind of damage does that do to your body? Yeah, because when you don't express the sound that's natural and, and, and um, authentic and it and we can't always do that in every context that's what because culture you're in the boardroom you're in a meeting whatever and you want to just freak out you just want to freak out and you're like i gotta hold it together gotta be fine and then like finally you kind of get over it suck it up and you go home and have a glass of wine have a cigarette eat some food um and just kind of suppress it so the energy that was triggered in the fight or flight response where you Ten step, the spinal cord stretched, the tone, the tone of the all the tissues of the body stretched, the whole nervous system stretched, the tone, the tone we call it, of all the nerve tissues of the body which are interwoven into every cell. So you have like somewhere in the vicinity of like three to like nine little filament nerve fibers that weave into the outer matrix of the cell and through the fascia and everything's interconnected with this nerve tissue, they all get stretched. Mm-hmm. And you get a tonal shift. So you get a vibratory change in the frequency of the body, literally. Not just like Abraham Hicks, like, you know, like it's it's a sort of everything's vibration. It's a physical, visceral change in the vibratory tone of the body. Anytime we have a life event or intense emotions that we haven't had a chance to process yet, we can keep those emotions stored inside of the body. But... We don't have to keep it that way. It's about finding a release. I explore this topic in my interview with Lauren Roxburgh, a board-certified structural integration practitioner, author, speaker, educator, and corporate presenter. She's frequently dubbed the body whisperer. Here we go. People may have heard of rolfing. Um, It's structural integration is a form of body work where we're working on aligning the tissues and the joints and the system. And then a lot of emotional stuff comes up with that as well, because I believe that trauma lives in the tissue and I've seen it and I've, I mean, I don't know if we can scientifically validate it, but we've seen people let go of stuff that they've been carrying like a bag of coals for years through releasing through their tissues. Two things on that. Number one, even for people who haven't, who maybe heard of rolfing but haven't had it done, uh, they, they just know that it's painful. Right? <laughs> well, it's and that's funny probably because, emotional pain yeah, it and can be also both. physical release mm-hmm. because of exactly what you were saying. Yeah. But why would it be painful if so they're the pain, it that way? So the pain is either, it could be the pain was there already. People were not tuned into it because of the compression. Maybe there's a scar tissue piece of not pushing on a nerve. Um, it's also just, again, like holding ourselves in certain positions that can make us stuck and sticky and compressed. But also fascia becomes... I always say aging is a form of dehydration, and it's not just how much water you drink. Your tissue, your connective tissue, your fascia can actually become dehydrated and brittle and thick and dense, you know, again, from gravity or stress or tension or holding on to emotional stagnant energy. Like a lot of times people don't realize this, but we actually, you know, let's say we're going to clutch our arms down if we get a stressful like phone call or something comes up that's stressful in our lives or we're pissed about something or we have resentment or anger and we just subconsciously like squeeze our arms into our sides and then we tense up and then emotional energy gets stuck in the ribs so we can it's okay to have that happen it's just a matter of finding the release and letting it go it's that whole mind-body connection it's understanding that this is my survival mechanism yes i'm dealing with a stressful situation or i have some sort of emotional 
turmoil in my life. Yes, which by the way, everyone, all of us have. You know what I mean? Life is what it is. Life has waves. So we're all going to be dealing with things that come up and down. And it's just more of finding that peace of knowing that we can get through it. The body is a map of every experience we've had. As we bridge the mind, body, and spirit, we can better understand the connection between trapped emotion and physical ailments that cause us suffering. And we can utilize specific tools to help find freedom in the body and in the mind. Thank you for tuning into this mini episode of the Broken Brain Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you want to learn more about any one of the episodes and the clips you've heard above, just click on the show notes to the full length interview. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not, I repeat, it's not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or otherwise qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you're looking for help in your journey, seek out a qualified medical practitioner. If you're looking for a functional medicine practitioner, you can visit ifm.org and search their find a provider database. It's important that you have somebody in your corner that's qualified, that's trained, that's a licensed healthcare practitioner helping you make changes especially when it comes to your health.